0: All right, Ryan, you're in charge of this show. What's the uh, first topic up oh, for discussion?
1: <laughs> oh shit, I've been waiting for this day. All right, so I've been reading <laughs> this new comic. It's uh <laughs> huh. Uh, I'm not gonna. Is continue it because Nobody will want <laughs> to hear any of this, it's Was this It is black and white it is French on my love
0: seat. Oh, it's French. Is it mouse? <laughs>
1: no um it is all about emotions and it's um each chapter is from the point of view of a different emotion and it's like uh, a, a different part of this couple's relationship it's real interesting and avant-garde I totally made that shit up like
0: incredibly, it sounds incredibly up your alley oh uh, the whole thing's made up I have just made that, that up that was really good improv dude <laughs> shit you could have you could have gone with that for a while you gave up the ghost too early <laughs> It's on you, dog. That was, nah. that was doing good. I was, I believed it. Good.
1: You're I was trying it. to go as artsy-fartsy as I possibly could I, and, and make it believable. And I was like, what would be a vaguely interesting project?
0: I was going to let you run with it, and then I was going to make a joke about how, oh, so this is what Pixar ripped off Inside Out from? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's exactly what it sounded like. Like, oh, this is vaguely Inside Out. <laughs> So pretty much I just ripped off Pixar. <laughs> Basically, yeah. But you you, you ryaned it up a little bit. Churched it up. <laughs> tried to dress it up. I just it's like it's both ours, but... pretentious. You, like, copied, but you changed it just enough so the teacher hopefully wouldn't notice. Like, oh, maybe. That's ah. it. <laughs> throw, you, you tried to throw in that it was French to throw me off the trail. Like, there's some sort of Sherlock Holmes, but I sniffed it out, like... Sherlock Holmes. Holmes.
1: Yeah, you sniffed it out like Sherlock's. <laughs> like if uh, he just happened across somebody saying, "Hey, this is what happened. <laughs> this is what happened." Hey, you check it out, it Sherlock.
0: <laughs> I totally stabbed this dude in the face, and Sherlock's like, "I, I don't know. Let me, let me, uh, let me put this together here. You have the knife. There is his face with a hole in it. The man is gurgling still. I don't." I, <laughs> It's inconclusive, I have to say. Circumstantial. That's all I can give it. And Sherlock's out. Scotland's yard fired him.
1: Done. Already an interesting, more interesting concept than the Will Ferrell, uh, John C. Riley Sherlock, and Watson movie from two years ago. Have you seen that yet? Um, no, I saw Red Letter Media do a bunch of clips, and that was all I needed. I saw enough I of it, it through either. the clips then I was like, yeah, this is not my type of humor and I'm not going to enjoy it.
0: I saw the uh, Brian Cranston James Franco Christmas Vehicle. Have you seen that movie? What is that called? Uh, is it called The, the it.
1: Christmas Vehicle? And they're on a road no. trip somewhere <laughs> and it's super fucking meta and it's breaking down all these Christmas vehicles. Oh my god! Brilliant. I love this movie. You're pitching me, Kyle. More
0: enjoyable. Yeah. No, you don't remember that one? Like James Franco is like this super rich, like tech multi-billionaire that's like in love with Brian Cranston's daughter, and he's also like insane. He gets a tattoo of the family's Christmas card on his back to like surprise, like, yeah, check it out. I remember will this. tell you what, it looked...
1: I did not see this movie. Whatever this is, I did not see it. Hmm. And it sounds... It wasn't no, very good. It sounds vaguely like Fear. That, that Mark no, Wahlberg one. No, it's, a, it's a comedy.
0: Oh, It's okay. a comedy. Like, yeah.
1: It's my boss's daughter? That's really stupid. That's Ashton Kutcher is my boss's daughter. <laughs>
0: It's all—it's in the same league as my boss's daughter, though. Just that middle-of-the-road garbage comedy stupid crap.
1: This is, it, it goes this is your art. wheelhouse. <laughs> middle, middle of the road. <laughs> you are the it reference is, of but Middle also, of the Road tonight.
0: <laughs> I am. This is the new one that I'm going to drive into the ground this episode is Middle of the Road. I like it. It's middle That's- America
1: middle of the road is the name of another sitcom that's also super meta and it talks it, it essentially I, I parodies like, the uh sitcom the middle formula structure
0: called. yeah yeah
1: i like it they have like a PTA it's episode. New wave
0: yeah it's french new wave Ooh, that's
1: interesting PTA P S A. Oh my god, parent teacher association. This is this is what happens when you don't have kids. You stop caring about acronyms like that. I can't even I don't even know what DARE stands
0: for anymore. You don't know what DARE stands for? Something drugs, obviously. Education. Yeah. Drug abuse Uh, resistance or I think resistance education.
1: Yep. I would not have pulled that out. I, would, I could have maybe got drug abuse, but I completely blanked out on the RE. I was not a very good student. Did you have
0: McGruff? Did you have McGruff in your school? The crime dog?
1: Yeah. No, I don't think so. Why? Or if, no, I, no, I'll just go ahead and say flat out no. I don't think we ever had a visit from any kind of mascot.
0: But you had like the posters on the walls and shit everywhere, right? You were familiar with McGruff the Crime Maybe. Dog obviously. But from TV. From, from commercials, TV. okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He would show up at our school. There was like a hand puppet version and then there was like a full-on like furry suit version that some teacher would wear. <laughs>
1: Whoever has the lowest uh, uh, EOG test scores at the end of the year from the previous year has to be McGruff the following year. It's a, tr- it's a tradition in all schools.
0: The, I think they get the gullible new, new person. They're like, here, it's tradition. You got to do it. When but really, the they never had the suit before. Hope. Yeah. It's the first time they're just cynical old teachers. And they don't want to wear this fucking dog suit. And They're like, here. Barbara Jean, fresh out of college. I where I don't know who this character is. I'm not taking this any farther.
1: I like that <laughs> when you go terrible. to person just out of college, you go to Barbara Jean as the name. And maybe that's on me for well, assuming something, <laughs> but it, it seems very... Uh, I don't know. There are, so my I, thought process was
0: very small town, school, rural America, uh, Again, girl that... Probably went to college, came How back mean- to her hometown. Little old Barbara Jean. You, yeah,
1: common know, common town America. How many Barbara Jeans do you know?
0: I know a Barbara <laughs> Ann via the Beach Boys song, and that's about it, I think. <laughs> Barbara Jean, I've never actually met a Barbara Jean in my life. Unless I don't think they exist. Somebody's mom? Uh, I, I, you, there are no Barbara Jeans yeah. in the world. It's going to put it, it out of, there. They
1: don't exist. Barbara Jean, if you're out uh, there, prove me wrong. Write in. But I don't think you exist.
0: Bah, 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 <laughs> Barbara Jean. She took a hand, put it on my wiener. Yeah. There we
1: are. Barbara Back Jean. to that uh, experience Barbra- grind comedy you know and love, everybody. <laughs>
0: Back in. Barbara Jeaner put her hand on my wiener. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, what middle the name of, of, the of the road. From,
0: uh, yeah, Blue Collar. Here we go. We're hanging out with Larry the Cable Guy here. Do do your best, Larry the Cable Guy.
1: Oh, God. All right, hold on. I could. Let me. Give me a second to remember something that Hack He's got to get into
0: character, everybody.
1: I actually, I can't remember anything you said outside of... <laughs> Get her done. Get her done. I tell get you done. what, you gotta go in there and get her done. I, that's about uh, what I remember of him. And I then you uh, have Jeff I Foxworthy have the- talking like this a little bit. And then there the game guy comes out here just real hamming it up. I
0: tell you what, man, it's uh, I have he's like a little car uh, XM- in my
1: mind apparently.
0: <laughs> so I have XM radio in Mandy's car. I have, I get the subscription for her. And so I listen to a lot of the comedy channels because that's what I like to do. And one of them is the Comedy Roundup channel, which is in close to the rotation of like the four or five I zoom around. And it's hosted, it's like the Jeff Foxworthy Larry the Cable Guy channel. Uh, the fucking, the terrible thing is that like Larry the Cable Guy has a podcast that he does on there. And just imagine like, current events, political stuff coming from Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's fucking awful. It's so great, dude. I was going to
1: say, and you love it, don't you? Oh, I love every second. It's
0: so fucking cringe. It's so stupid. I love it. Oh, I listen all the time. It's so fucking ignorant. It's so great, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of cringe, let's talk about some cringe because I have a bone to pick. Oh, a cringe bone, if you will. A cringe bone. I'm crying, bone. by the way. That was man. <laughs> so people talk about this. These two fucking episodes of The Office, uh, specifically, like the Scotts Tots episode, is like so cringeworthy they can't watch it. Where Where do you fall on that on that camp?
1: I mean, it's not so cringeworthy you can't watch it, but it's the cringe that you love from The Office, and I would say it's easily in the top five cringiest things that Michael Scott does. And I think I know the other one you're going to reference, and that one is my favorite cringe episode of The Office, That's my favorite
0: episode of The Office of, yeah, just period. It's dinner party. And that
1: one, that one is way harder for me to watch.
0: Really? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one yeah. so the one that I've noticed that myself not enjoying lately and skipping sometimes is the fucking one where they take the road trip to like move Holly to Nashua or whatever. Do you remember I, this one?
1: I don't remember it very well, so you might have to lay it out for
0: me. Like Holly and Michael and Daryl are driving one of like the Dunder Mufflin trucks filled with Holly's stuff to Nashville, which is like four or five hours away, or it's like eight hours or some shit. It's super far away. And they, like, break up. In the middle of the fucking ride up there, she, like, starts crying. And it's mm. just... Yeah, I fucking hate that episode. Nobody yeah. ever mentions that shit. That episode's fucking terrible. And it's That's, super drawn out, and it's like yeah. a breakout for, like, 30 minutes, and it's not cool, and I hate it. <laughs> and nobody... Fucking talks about that one. So haha. Ha.
1: I like it. So <laughs> you're gonna lead the way on this new uh when we talk about cringe episodes of Office, I demand this yes. long U Haul breakup be up there.
0: It must be included. It must yeah. be included. Okay.
1: I mean it, it makes it's sense. It watch. sounds pretty cringy. It sounds like one of the most awkward positions you could be in.
0: Nobody likes breakups, dude. Yeah. And this one just is... It's awfully long. (laughs) And she... It's crying, man. I don't know where to go from here.
1: I just want to cry, too. We took that to a weird place.
0: (laughs) I don't... What about... Are there other cringe episodes of The Office? What else do you list?
1: Man. I... I'm just not as fresh on the Office because after I initially watched it that first time through, I really I don't go back to shows often, if ever. Um, I think there are very few exceptions. Arrested Development is one of them. The Office, like Too I watched once watch and IT crowd. I watched it through the end. And after watching it through the end, I had no desire to go back. I was like, "Good, I'm finished. I enjoyed enough of that. I'm good." I think. I don't know. Even from the very first episode, like there's good cringe or not very first episode. Sorry. First Mm -hmm. season. There's good cringe. Like the whole race card episode where they're putting the (laughs) cards on their head. Like that's only episode three or four or something. And it's still like imprinted in me, like being really cringy. The one where Michael tries to out Oscar. I remember being super cringy and real awkward. Um, the one where know, he tries he, to
0: take Meredith to uh rehab is super fucking awkward yeah, too. I was gonna
1: say, like, there's I'm sure there's one for every single character on that show that Michael <laughs> has cringed to like some unholy level. And I'm forgetting them all, but like I'm sure each one has them except for maybe Creed. I I don't think Creed ever gets that episode.
0: Creed's just the best. <laughs> Creed when the, is a- uh
1: Spirit of anarchy. That's why he never got any cringe arc. Because nobody cares about him emotionally. <laughs> they just wanted to see him say a funny and buck off for 22 minutes.
0: He's got to be... Man, I saw uh, the dude that plays Kevin. I saw him on a different show and he wasn't doing the Kevin voice. He was just doing his regular voice and it's so weird. Yeah. Because it's much more like high-pitched. Wow. Well, I- Huh. Interesting.
1: I would not have guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed that, but I, I mean acting, right? <laughs> uh,
0: but really I'm acting how hard is it to talk like this forever? You sound way more like Stanley than Kevin.
1: Well now I'm gonna roll with that. <laughs> <laughs> And that's totally who I was doing the entire time. I meant yeah. Stanley. I said Kevin, but I totally meant Stanley. So my impression, it was, dead on. Thank you. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was
0: a false bread trail. Bread trails. You were you were throwing us <laughs> off the scent, just to bring it back and be like, haha. All
1: right, let me. All right, let me rephrase this question then. Let's switch from office. Office is one of the shows that I think is like one of the most cringy or or has those cringe elements. Are there any other shows that compete with The Office in your mind for like really being up there with like those cringy, cringy moments and episodes?
0: I'm sure there are. I can't. The only one that really kind of pops into my mind right now is uh, and it's not a full series, but it's well, fuck. I don't know. Now thinking about it, too. So there's maybe two I can drop. There's one episode of the IT crowd where uh, he's pretending to be disabled and he gets caught up in the whole fucking thing of it, which is pretty, pretty fucking good. But it's pretty cringe inducing, like the deeper it gets. And then a lot of episodes of the in-betweeners are cringeworthy for just different reasons, because like. It it Mm. so perfectly captures that weird, awkward teenage phase that I went through that I see a lot of myself in those fucking awkward, horny fucking idiots. And it's very cringe inducing in that sense. So I don't know. It's a it's a different kind of cringe, though. Not unlike The Office where you're cringing. Yeah, because of what you see, not because of I don't know. It's weird. What about you? you? Do you have any specific examples?
1: Uh, the closest one I had in my mind is one that maybe not many people are familiar with, but it's an FX comedy called You're the Worst, and it centers around two horrible people who end up dating, who probably have no reason I to date the because they're really yeah. horrible. Um, and there's just a lot of like things that would happen in a relationship, you know, certain milestones or things that come up, and like you see how normal people deal with it, and this is a show where the characters will always deal with it in the worst way imaginable, and then it just plays out for a whole episode very seriously, and like that's the comedy, and it's really funny and really dark. But then, like, there's episodes where it's just, oh my god, that's bleak, and I think that's all I needed this right now.
0: <laughs> why, why do you think that the Larry David too is-
1: also? Sometimes gets that cringy for me too. Larry David for sure. But yeah, I was gonna go say, on.
0: why do you think The Office gets this moniker of cringe over say something like Always Sunny, which definitely pushes boundaries a lot farther? Oh yeah. In terms of like uncomfortableness, but like it doesn't get brought up. Uh, I have a theory.
1: I think I think Always Sunny moves on from it a lot quicker like the way it's edited like it'll make an uncomfortable thing but then quickly move on and you have like the cheery music that you know is cut between and it just it makes for this weird cognitive like disconnect so like it's not even though it is like very disturbing and like cringy at times and it gets real dark and disturbing in that show the way it's shot the way it's played the the quick cuts the way it's lit like it just doesn't feel you know super serious but the office is shot like documentary style is supposed to be cinema verite like we take it for word so like when jim is nervously caught up between like michael and jan and like the dinner party we are there and we are like Mm -hmm. verbatim this is happening and we see it as such and it is just uncomfortable and they play that out for the full episode like that episode is just a devolving like relationship just a a relationship on its decline and you're watching it in slow slow motion and there's no getting away they do not take breaks from it it is just it's you know that's that's why and that's why that sticks out so much whereas like one scene in always sunny not not as much
0: Maybe? I also think it's it's a less is more aspect because <clears throat> I, I feel like every episode of Always Sunny is always sort of to the extreme in one direction. Mm-hmm. Whereas like The Office, not every episode goes super hard into cringe. And so when it does come up like in the dinner party, mm. in Scott's Tots, like it's super refined and I think it hits harder because we've lived, again, this normalcy with these characters. Like, we've gone through some weird peaks and valleys. But then, like, holy shit, here's, like, this normal, everyday, mockumentary environment. Yeah, I think it it's adding a lot to it. And I think just, I feel The Office is more widely known than always, Sunny. So uh...
1: It- yeah but even like you and i like i don't like go top cringe moments of tv and you and i who are familiar with pretty much the entirety of both shows i don't think we would go to always sunny over a hand like the best or i guess most cringy episodes of the office you pick the top five like i don't think anything in always sunny competes like the cringe in that and i think you and i would pick that out And we are familiar with it. So I don't even think if people were, it would change too much. I I think the office would still have it. And I think you're right. I think it's, they lull you into this sense of like false security almost with like a few episodes in a row of like mostly just like Jim and Dwight shenanigans and nothing too like out of the normal. And then you get like, boom, here's the cringe dinner party. And (laughs) you didn't see this coming and boom, there you are. And then we're going to go back to this for a while. and Peter it down and go, and then boom, Roy's here and he's beating up Jim. And then, oh, <laughs> we're going to Peter and simmer it down. And there was, that's also like the sitcom. We're going to trappings though, right? You, the yes. sitcom yeah. is pretty much like, we've got 24 episodes and we need like these five moments. And then like, we'll fill stuff out in between these big five moments. But this is, these are the big arcs we want to hit. We need Jim to get almost attacked by Roy. We need, you know, this and this, and then we need this. And then the rest is just, you know, jazz, baby.
0: It's jazz, baby. Jazz, baby. Yeah. Man, how about when we watched Goldmember when we were hanging out the other day?
1: That was interesting. It was interesting to go back to Austin Powers and then jump to fucking three of all of them. Right now, that's the one we picked. <laughs> uh, and, uh... Yeah, uh we can talk about it. Uh I still enjoy it. I think it's probably I've not seen the other two as recently. Uh but I'm going to say this is probably going to be the weakest and it feels at times some of the gags aren't as fresh and it feels like they're spinning wheels with some of them and definitely Goldmember as a villain is I super think- lame.
0: I think that's where it like really nosedives is just in Goldmember because I don't remember yeah. anything like that in the first two. Like I remember them being pretty solid all throughout, but like Goldmember, I think Fat Bastard is pretty great.
1: Maybe might not be great in the second one. I think if we go back, that one might not. Uh, I I think he's a character that might get tiresome, and he's used sparingly here. I, if I remember, the second one features a lot of Fat Bastard.
0: I think and that's I, where he premiered, though, right?
1: yeah yeah it would be like if there was an Austin Powers 4 Goldmember might show up for like a scene or two as a cameo and that's kind of what sure Goldmember's the worst let's let's dive into Goldmember because Goldmember is maybe one of the worst written villains of all time Um, none of his jokes land they don't really know what they're doing with him so they try like five different gimmicks (laughs)
0: And yeah, one the of best them i
1: never picked up oh i'm sorry go ahead
0: <laughs> i was just gonna say the best joke about Goldmember isn't even said by him it's by austin's dad uh who says there's two things i hate intolerance and the dutch i right. like <laughs> the, right that's yeah. a really fucking good joke it's about Goldmember. fantastic and <laughs> yeah
1: that's so. a great line, but that's gonna. All right, so that's gonna launch me off into a different point. I'll I'll pin that real quick, but I will say, God, I never even picked up on like the one joke Goldmember does, which is he like quotes the uh, a song and then he like mutters it under his breath, like "I'm a dancing queen" or something. Like it's it's this really weird thing. I never picked up on this as a as a. It's kid like a, like an it.
0: autistic tick or something almost. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And okay, so let's put aside, I'm gonna launch off into that point now. uh, His weird character, like, I'd say lack of character and just, you know, shotgun approach to comedy because they don't know what they're doing with him. It also feels weirdly like a character that's just there to attack the Dutch because there's a lot of jokes against the Dutch in this movie and it's so weird because the dutch see, don't seem like a people that are particularly like anything to get if it say so is that the joke is that they're just I like believe such that a is part of
0: it yeah and it's weird but the like dutch even so like, non-threatening like yeah right yeah i think that's but part they of go
1: it. hard on the dutch even like uh nigel power shows up and he's uh, or, like as you said that joke and dr evil like you freaky deaky dutch bastard and just there's so much stuff Oh, that's his other joke, is his catchphrase. I'm Dutch, isn't that weird? It's Ooh, not it's, it's
0: such a weird character. <laughs> it's just the most shallow of all shallows just to get uh another character for Mike Myers to play on screen for a little bit and I, Yeah. worked really well in two movies and they really kind of stretched it thin in the third one just for an excuse. So I don't Luckily, know. he Rumors turned of it around. Rumors of another Austin Powers. Yeah, He turned it around, though, with the love I guru. A- <laughs> oh, he sure did. Uh, the love guru. Ryan, uh, let's jump gears here for a little bit. Let's talk about something uh, self-ejaculatory and congratulatory that you and I do every year. We participated in it again a couple weeks ago this year. What the hell was that?
1: It was Extra Life. Uh, Every November, Kyle and I host a 24-hour video game stream, uh, and it's dedicated to raising money for the Children Miracle Life Network. But specifically, Kyle and I were going for Riley Children's Hospital up in Indy. Uh, But we raise money every year and, you know, have a good time playing games. And, you know, honestly, it's for a great cause. We, uh each year, try to do a little bit better, raise a little bit more, and we've been slowly growing each year, getting more people involved. Um, this year, we were going to have maybe a lot more people join us, but sadly, COVID kind of prevented a lot of people from traveling and hampered some of those plans, which was really sad to not see it. But the people we did get to come, like those people who didn't come, still fundraise, and we had an amazing... Amazing year. Uh, do you have the, the number, Kyle? I believe the
0: final turnout still is like 4,800.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's just above it, 4,800. Mm-hmm. Like 4,820 it's, something? or
0: More than I never, ever even thought we would get to. Like No. I wanted to do like 4K. That was my goal. And uh, we blew way past that.
1: I so. didn't think you were going to get it. to be honest i didn't didn't think we were going to get to four thousand. uh i will say credit where credit's due a lot of people put in but the first time i thought maybe we had a a chance of getting there was within like a week or two of micah fundraising and already getting up to near a thousand dollars and i was like jesus all right uh i forget mike is a salesman and is totally gonna knock the shit out of this and sure enough (laughs) he helped contribute He helped contribute a lot. Everybody helped contribute a lot.
0: Before we even started the stream, we'd almost raised as much as we had done the third year, which was already insane. Which was our highest
1: by that point.
0: Yeah. I mean, every year has been better. And I thought that it seemed like every other year, we, we start off strong, we have some great early donations, and then that's kind of what we ride on through, and it did not hold steady this year. We had donations pretty much solidly throughout, and uh, we did switch up the format this year thanks to our good buddy Sean Mildowney. I think that worked out fantastically. I also Agreed. got to take a nap. Uh, you found it a little bit rougher. Yeah, yeah. You-
1: Yeah, but next year, my stretch goals are going to be to, like, go for an extra hour for every certain point I hit, and I am going to just keep going without any nap next year, and I really want to push it.
0: I was thinking uh, next year, something we should maybe try to do is for, like, every... Uh every tier that we hit, like every five hundred dollar level past our goal is another hour will yeah. contribute to going. Yep. I, I want to do something like that. I think that cool. would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I was wanted to do that too, I
1: but I felt, didn't want to lock it. I felt you down. really
0: good this year. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like we could have this year done something like that. And the energy was there mm-hmm. and like people wanted to go on, so I feel we kind of we could have and maybe should have, but definitely next year that's something that's gonna happen. Oh yeah uh so one thing that you know you and i always like to talk about is new games or fresh things that we get to experience at uh the stream each year we we usually try to mix it up try to bring in some new stuff since you know we are there for 24 hours at least we try to bring something new to the table so ryan did anything new catch your eye did something really stick out to you that struck a chord this year
1: yeah, I uh I appreciated two new things. Uh I really really enjoyed um Disk Jam, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Disk Jam uh and Unruly <clears throat> Heroes, which was the four player one we started with and played that was like the 2D beat em up yeah. with the Monkey King and all that. Um I thought those were both a lot of fun. Uh Disk Jam really surprised me because i had this from psn i guess at one point it was a free game and i yep. downloaded it but had never Back, played like, it the because... early
0: ps4 it was like in the first couple months
1: yeah yeah and i picked it up but like it looked ugly garbagey yeah it does uh, look garbagey
0: <laughs> i'm you're not wrong it looks like total shit yeah it looks it, like a free yeah. steam game that would be garbage and you would hate it and it came in a humble bundle and you downloaded it played one minute and it was stupid it looks like that yep. for sure
1: that was my impression. And loading it up, I was fully uh, prepared to be snarky and and per- shit all over this. But uh, I actually, uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed the mechanics. I thought it was a very, very solid, simple game. It's not complex at all. There is nothing. There's nothing too too complex at all. It, it really is. It's it's um essentially it's air hockey or air, air hockey, hockey really uh i i'd say it's really close to tennis, except you don't have to bounce or, or volleyball whatever i um, see i'd
0: say i i say air hockey or also pong because you can you bounce off the walls too which you don't do in tennis and that's like uh, a huge aspect of this that's true that's true but that's it is so, set up on a tennis court too there's like a net yeah are you, yeah sorry i was i i kept cutting in uh it's it is like that, but that's why it just reminded me of Air Hockey or Pong, again, like I said, because it has the wall aspect, and you, you can hold it and like do these power-up charge shots, or you can flip everybody out and do the lob shot. Uh, it's just, it was also four-player, which was fucking great.
1: Yeah, yeah, that had a perfect time.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, you liked being the fat guy.
1: Uh, yeah, because again, everybody else looked like an ugly steroided piece of shit or like a really scantily clad bimbo. I just, I was not digging anything aesthetically from this game. So it's still not even, I wouldn't say I love disc jam. I'm not beating the drums of love for (laughs) disc jam. Um, I think it's a mostly, I, like I said, really solid game mechanically, a lot of fun. Still ugly as shit, though.
0: <laughs> and they look like uh, they look like what is the uh, what's the game the game engine they they made Gears of War on? Is that the Epic engine? Oh yeah, yeah, it does. And it looks like that, and then they made uh, American Gladiators. Yes, the, oh, the Unreal Engine, the Unreal Engine. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It looks like they yep. did that. They they made American Gladiators, and then they threw in this disc game on top of it.
1: Yeah, the the American Gladiators, yeah. but drawn by um, Rob Liefeld with the most ridiculous <laughs> body proportions imaginable. It's it's stupid. Yep. <laughs> but somewhere Side somebody's down, I, like, oh I, my I, God, I love this 90s aesthetic. Oh my God, this I probably is would badass. read,
0: if Rob Liefeld drew uh, an American Gladiators comic, that might kick a lot of ass.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, I would hate it. I will tell yeah. you, I would hate it. I, I've never been it's, a fan of Rob Liefeld's
0: art, and uh, no, I haven't either. Man, but I feel like him and American Gladiators to... go hand in hand. My favorite piece of Rob Liefeld art, I want to order it and get it framed. Is yeah. the All fucking right. Is the it's the Captain America from the side where both of his giant oh. titty pecs are still. You know what I'm talking about? You I know, know the what one. you're talking
1: about. It's the worst. Oh, yeah. It's maybe oh, it's one so of the mad. worst uh, oh. visualizations of Captain America. It's so,
0: it's so terrible, dude. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. And I love it. Ugh. It's so bad.
1: I prefer the 60s movie with the Captain America with the ears worked into the mask <laughs> over Rob Liefeld's interpretation of a Captain America. With I'm all these not fucking fan.
0: rippling... Rippling muscle. Def- oh, it's so fucking garbage. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, we were talking about games. Uh, what, yeah, it's it's not gym. called Journey to the West, but what is it? It's based on Journey to the West. It pretty much heroes.
1: Is. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And-
0: I actually really enjoyed this, and I was upset hey, awesome. that we didn't get to finish it. And. Uh... I forget what happened. Like what did we were controllers dying at first? It was now a I think Switch we just game, right?
1: switched to something else. I think we we played it, then we jumped to another game, and then I think we even went back to it a second time and worked on it some more, but we just kept hopping yeah. to different games.
0: Then we played Rayman. And Rayman is when I determined I had to take I had to take a nap. That's when yeah. I, I realized it was like it was like four fifteen in the morning, and I remember I was sitting there playing, and I was falling asleep, and just like I'd fall asleep, like holding right on the controller, and I was just <laughs> running into enemies and dying and dying, and we beat like two more bosses of me in that, and I was like, dude, fuck this, I'm I'm going to sleep for a little bit. I have to. Yeah. Uh, there's no way I'm going to make it if I don't. So, yeah, it was. I, I tell you what, I, I felt say. so much better the second half.
1: Yeah, I will say that. After you had that nap.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think I took an hour and a half is what I went out for. And that's it, it did wonders for me, man. I felt, I felt fantastic going into that second half. I was reinvigorated. And that's why I feel like we could have cruised long after the, the stop point. Cause I felt fine. Yeah. So again, we'll see yeah. where that goes, but I did like Unruly Heroes and I did like Rayman. Mm,
1: yeah, yeah, Rayman, I mean, I I like uh I've played through that Rayman like almost to completion. I don't think I made it quite to completion cuz there's some fucking hard one-hit challenge bullshit that I got tired of. <laughs> Great. Uh, but it's a, it's Can't a fantastic game. People. I'd highly recommend it. It's so good. Especially the music levels. Um,
0: there was so uh... One thing about this year that was unique is that it seemed to be the year of the technical difficulty. Yep,
1: all around. Almost <laughs> uh, every fucking thing.
0: We, <laughs> we had some great success with certain things, which was nice. Like, I don't think the console stuff has ever worked as seamlessly as it has this year, which thank God uh, it s- did because some we of could it. do
1: some of it yeah the the sega
0: genesis did not but i mean sega like genesis a didn't rate.
1: work then brian's xbox 360 we had issues with it connecting to the internet properly then my xbox one's power brick decided to fucking die on the journey down oh, it was yeah. like that's right trifecta of console issues and then the pc stuff
0: Yep, so the PC, for some reason, we didn't get to test this, we did change the setup, we moved to the living room this year, and uh, yeah, for some reason, it would not recognize my sound system's audio, and we just could not, we couldn't hear anything, and I, I thought it was kind of pointless to play anything when we couldn't hear it, it kind of ruined a big aspect of it, so... We lost a big chunk of what we were supposed to play. And I don't think that, like, I really noticed at all, to be honest with you.
1: um, No, no, I liked it. I liked that it forced us to um, kind of work with what we have and limit the choices, because I feel almost every year since the first year, <laughs> the amount of games that are wanting to get played by people increases and increases And last year specifically, there were like 40 games that were like on the docket to potentially get played. I'm like, well, 24 hours, like there's no fucking way. And of course, there's not. There's just no fucking way to get through all those games in time. So I really kind of like the limitations of it. I just wish that um, Sega Genesis worked. I
0: know. Because I was really enjoying Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It would have been really awesome. And that would have taken up so much fucking time. And Mm -hmm. I think it will be... I don't know, man. Maybe next year we just get a bunch of <coughs> ROMs, <coughs> yeah, and just yeah. run with a bunch of shit like that. I think that'd be fine. Yeah. Who cares? And yep, that'll work agreed. out. Um, I tell you what was a surprise hit for me was Family Feud.
1: I I figured this was gonna come up.
0: <laughs> you didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I did. No, I I'll tell think. you
1: what. It's fine. It's Family Feud. Yeah it's it fine it is, it's uh, just but, more Family Feud it's like if Quiplash 3 were to get brought up it's fine it's Quipflash 3 <laughs> I more
0: would Quiplash. not have enjoyed Family Feud as much if it was just me sitting in the living room playing with people like that, that one true. dude that we played against like just one guy it was the whole team of us five versus one dude that dude was living a sad life. We were having a great time. All five of us were there. We were playing. We were we were telling answers. That was a lot of fun. I, I think that's what that. made that yeah. game for me. Yeah. So it, it was I'll, a good I'll time. I'll tell you. I'm just saying.
1: I don't yeah. think that game would work nearly as much if you're playing online in a party either. I think it really like that kind of in one room experience is something very, very unique and really brought a lot to Family Feud. And, and that's maybe why I'm <laughs> maybe not as hot on the game. Because it is a game, like, I'll never play on my own. I'm just never going to play no. it.
0: <laughs> I will say, like, we also played Wheel of Fortune, which was also kind of fun. And,
1: uh... I'll tell you what... I've played that online. I, Wheel of Fortune's kind of beginning to get to me, like, uh... <sighs> Monopoly. <laughs> kind of. I feel... I don't know. It's a little run-of-the-mill, lucky kind of... I use run-of-the-mill, yes, see? It'll fuck it's, you it's over. It's a it's lot of luck like, in the uh, spin, and then, like, if you get in... I don't know. It's...
0: It's It's fine. also like Mario Party. I don't hate it, It just fucks I'm, you over randomly at yeah. no... Uh, the random fucking you over is what I don't like, too. Like, at least with, like, yeah. Jeopardy! or Family Feud, like, you get the answer wrong. It's not because... This random wheel fucked you over, which seems to land on the one bankrupt section way more than should be physically fucking possible for one bankrupt section.
1: I'll add, let me add, I'm going to pile fucking on now as I think about this game. I think the wheel section just, all right, from a fucking game design mechanic, I think the wheel is nothing but fucking time filler. It is a time filler mechanic, and that's why it's on a fucking TV show, to fill time. So the writers have to do less work. For what is essentially Hangman, it is a time filler. So I kind of, this is why (laughs) I get, like, give me Hangman. Just give me, like, a $3 Hangman game that plays online people. Just uh, draw with friends, or or not that, or, like, the words with friends, which is Scrabble. It's Hangman with friends, or whatever. Just some generic bullshit for $2. (laughs) Hangman
0: with friends. No wheel.
1: Great. You just take turns and get points. That's what I want. That would be great. Uh, That's that's my stance on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> but oops!
0: But I will say I also really enjoyed uh, Speedrunners again this year. We played that with Micah. Oh Speed yeah, this is just a fantastic game.
1: Yes, I think we say perfect. it every year. I'll say year. It's it every a perfect from here. game, yeah. just perfectly Guarantees,
0: balanced. Speedrunners makes an appearance next year too. So go ahead and bet your bottom dollar on that. Danny? Uh, anything else to say about uh extra life man other than it was a fucking blast and i love everybody that came and everybody that supported it
1: i would say that i rebuke the last statement you made and i don't thank people actively i thank the people who didn't come and didn't do anything thank you thank you because next year you you, give me a reason to go again because I'm going to involve you and bring you in. So it gives me a reason to keep doing this. Ba-doom. You thought I was going.
0: Man, I feel bad. So, like,
1: I told you yesterday I was hitting up
0: tons of people. I was hitting Mm -hmm. up tons of people to be in Champ or Chump Season 2, and I was super stoked about it. And then, like, I realized today I was looking back, and, like, some people just didn't even respond to me, and I was like... Oh man, that was a bothersome asshole. Ugh. Yep. This is There's why I don't it's a really fine line, like being man. that guy. I know. I know it sucks. It's a really terrible thing. And this then this is why I bad. wanna shift like to make me feel bad, Ryan. Yeah.
1: This is we need a we need to hire Micah, just full time. Micah does this <laughs> for harass profession. people for
0: us. Yeah.
1: But he's good at it. He it's, knows how to do it. And get eff- get results. I mean,
0: it'll be talked about. We'll we'll work something out on the back end. <laughs> end the hush,
1: hush. Under the table deals happening here, mm-hmm. o- on the air,
0: under our, uh, the microphone. Our garbage, our garbage truck guys will pick up his garbage while his hedge trimmer guys will come trim our hedges for a moderate price. That's how these back scratching favors work. It's how the Is- mob works is is that how know. they work I, I watched an episode of no The idea. Sopranos on it once hey buddy <laughs> it's Hello. a potpourri episode uh I got some yahoo questions here and I tell you what there's actually some good ones tonight you want to hear some of these uh yeah yeah, hit me hit me <laughs> I'm sorry let me try again the-
1: <clears throat> you can edit out the previous part if you want to or leave it I don't give a fuck <clears throat>
0: I thought you were just going to say it again, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Artists working here.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I'd love her some Yahoo questions.
0: <laughs> I tell you, what? I don't know if it's because it's fucking over or what, but there are a surprisingly less amount of political questions post election season, so. I bet. Cause Maybe Yahoo questions on. will be good to visit again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, attention spans so here, are tiny the in this country. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God for that. Uh, Ryan, what's something you aren't, you are not going to hate anytime soon? Marvel. Just Marvel in
1: general. Hmm? I just won't Marvel hate Marvel comics. Okay. I won't hate Marvel studio movies. I just won't hate Marvel anytime soon i, I like love. i don't know what i would do with this room if i started hating marvel like i would have to burn so much useless shit at that point
0: <laughs> my life's work
1: yeah yeah so i mean that's nice. my easy one there what about you what's uh, your, your quick say, go-to
0: so uh what's something i don't plan to hate anytime soon will i I feel I can easily say probably my PlayStation 5. Not to be braggy, but that's a new toy that I got that's pretty fucking sweet, and I don't see myself hating it anytime soon. Uh, to get more specific, Demon Souls is rocking my world. I'm loving that nostalgic revisit. So, yeah, I'd say that specifically. So, nice. huzzah.
1: Huzzah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Easy. Done. All right, what's right, let's say... What is a? Let's get more specific here. What is a food that you don't plan on hating anytime soon?
0: Hmm. I would probably easily say General So's chicken. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I don't I feel think I like would we'll hate still that, like that soon in either. like
0: twenty years. Yeah. Right. Same. Other than that, what was your food that? Brought you this question, or was did you not have one?
1: I didn't, but I'll go with one real quick. Uh If they still have them, Wendy's spicy nugs. <laughs> I will never they get tired do. of them goddamn back, spicy actually, nugs.
0: Thank you to Chance the Rapper, who started a Twitter campaign that brought Wendy's spicy nugs back. Man,
1: and who uh, says gosh, complaining back. doesn't get stuff done? <laughs>
0: Twitter just proves all the time that if you complain loud enough, you can get things done.
1: That's fair. barely even elect
0: president. Damn. Excuse me, man. Gosh. Oh, shit. Uh, here's another question, Ryan. A pretty yes. good one, I feel. What is something that makes your mouth sad?
1: Makes my mouth sad. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, Brunschweiger. If you're not familiar with what Brunschweiger is, it's a German meat that is essentially—it uh, tastes kind of like bologna, but it's got the consistency of pudding, and it comes in like a a oh. roll of like very soft meat almost. Oh. that makes my mouth very very sad. I hate I mm. hate it. I do not God, like it.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I would not either. Uh, my answer is like when I drink coffee and it's still too hot and then it sort of blisters my tongue a little bit and then I can't taste anything the rest Ooh. of the day. That that's makes my sad. mouth sad. That's, that's, a, that's a bad day because, of course, I'm having coffee early in the morning and when it's too hot and I've ruined my mouth for the whole day, that's a whole day of eating that I'm not. Uh, Why well, I eat anything except for porridge Whew. at that point. You know, yeah.
1: everything tastes
0: the same. You don't have this problem. You're not a coffee drinker. No, I don't. No, I don't. You have a plus two natural defense against burn tongue because you don't drink coffee. (laughs) This is true. Um,
1: Actually, my burn immunity is way down. So once I do get burned, it's going to take me out. Oh,
0: actually. Yeah. (laughs) True. That's right. I would have the higher burn immunity. That's right. Natural (laughs) burn stat. Uh, Ryan, here's another good one, I feel. When was the last time you were a great mechanic? Huh.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) don't know. Um, (laughs) What is is defined as a mechanic?
0: (laughs) I feel like you do anything in your car to improve it or repair it is a mechanic or maybe not even specifically car maybe like, yeah. also home repair okay I mean if we're going
1: home repair stuff what did I do I did nothing recently I had the asphalt done I, I paid somebody to do it I didn't do it. what did I do recently I don't know I probably <laughs> I feel like I have I mean I've assembled oh okay uh, so we had a hawk problem uh, and we have chickens. Oh, yeah. And there was a hawk fucking with our um, chickens maybe a week and a half ago. So uh, we ended up, well, before I get there, we we free range throughout the day. We just let them do whatever they do, and they take care of themselves and walk back in at night, and it's all cool. And we just kind of let them do them. But now that the hawk's there, we couldn't do that as much. So what we had to do was... Kind of get this new cage and it's this big like hexagon. It's almost like a UFC ring they're stepping into <laughs> in the day now, but they get a lot more room. But it's like a series of like these big panels that you had to ratchet together and assemble. And it's not anything complex, but like I put it together. If you want to go back further, like the coop out there, I'd put that together. Like I put together like. Giant fucking umbrella we have. Uh, this desk I do put you, together pretty recently. Do you
0: remember uh, the that Iron Man Lego TGIF I put show, together? <laughs> hanging with Mister Cooper. Do you remember hanging with Mister Cooper?
1: Um, I never got to hang with him personally, but I sh- I saw the show a few times. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think the last time that I was a mechanic would probably be. I replaced a headlight on Mandy's car, which is, I mean, yeah. it's pretty simple anymore. You just, like, pull a thing out and pop it. Yeah. Up. But I did that, and I didn't have to take it anywhere, and I felt pretty good when it worked. And Yeah. Huzzah. Yeah. Again, I say huzzah. So, I've never done anything so complex as change my oil.
1: Um, I've done it once. I, d- I didn't enjoy doing it, so I paid since, but Laura does it very regularly. Um, I don't think she's really? done it as often with her new car, but yeah, when she had the Subaru, she was changing that thing's oil every single time on her own. hmm
0: What a badass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great way to save money, but I'll be honest, I was very, very lazy. I just, I didn't deal with it.
0: <laughs> well... Speaking of you and Lazy and your lovely wife, Laura, Ryan, what is something that is almost romantic? (laughs)
1: Uh, When you go in for like a, a cuddle and a kiss and then you let out a little squeaker.
0: That's almost romantic. That's almost romantic. You're doing something sweet, and then you're you're throwing in a little stinker at the end. Okay, okay. I see that. Uh,
1: What if? All right, all right. Conversely, conversely, um, (laughs) conversely, smearing feces on somebody's front steps uh, in the shape of a heart. That's and almost, also romantic. almost
0: romantic. Both complete opposite ends of the spectrum of where I was going, and I don't even want to give my answer now because it's so middle of the road. <laughs>
1: you could uh, you could carve your lover's name in your chest. That's almost romantic. Neither-
0: <laughs> it's not even close to almost romantic at that point. And neither, honestly, is smearing poop. That is nowhere even close to approaching almost romantic. That is (laughs) so far on the psychopath scale. How do I even get convinced it was even romantic in the first place? It's not at all. No. (laughs) Uh, God. The uh, tooting after you kiss. (laughs) Yes, I'll give you that one. The other two, no. (laughs) Completely psychotic behaviors.
1: Uh, Yeah, the other two, I started my... uh... My basis was Mark Wahlberg from Fear, and then I went from there.
0: <laughs> She's doing the Marky Mark thing from Fear.
1: Uh, finger banging on a roller coaster to wild horses.
0: <laughs> it's the thing where he's like beating his chest to make it look like the dad beat him up. Yeah, that one, that one, that one. Yeah. What is she doing? She's doing the Marky Mark thing from Fear. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Oh, I think, good. uh... What about you? Yeah. What was you said middle question? of the road. I Come can't... on. The question was uh, what's almost romantic? What's something that's almost oh. romantic?
0: So something I would consider almost romantic is like say your significant other is in the shower and you put their towel in the dryer for them while they're in the shower and then surprise them with that a warm towel as they step out of the shower. I don't know. Maybe that's almost romantic. Maybe it is romantic. Maybe it's too far gone. I, I think know.
1: that is at that point. I think rom- ro- romantic is an act of... Well, I, it's... All right, all right. So is it an act of kindness to somebody you love or is it a loving act to somebody? And, right, so. and then is moving a towel a loving act? I don't know if it's loving, but maybe it is. Well, then because then I don't. Uh.
0: How about before you put the towel in the dryer, you also fart in the dryer, and then it tumbles in the hot fart, and then you give it to him. So it's almost romantic.
1: Here's my question. <laughs> Here's my counter question, real quick, before we even get down this fart t- rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you were to do this to your mom, who also, mm. you know, is it romantic?
0: That's a good point.
1: I don't think it's, it's romantic. It's just being though. nice.
0: So, yeah, I think it's just being nice. So, it's, yeah, it's almost romantic. So, you ah, might be right. A point for me. A point for me.
1: I mean, I I think it might be a point for not romantic, just not romantic, not even almost, just not romantic.
0: Oh, romantic romantic has to have
1: like some kind of like loving, like something you do to like I don't know something that is separate (laughs) from what you would do for somebody you're not wanting to snog down on.
0: Snog. I don't know. I'm trying so hard that,
1: yeah. not to say something crass that I'm making up fucking asinine bullshit.
0: Fuck your mother. <laughs> Just tell me, Kyle. Would you or would you not, dude? Banging stepmoms. Are you in or not? Fuck. I gotta know. <laughs> this is also hilarious. I'm laughing because like I told you like oh man this is awesome. It's a great series of questions. Literally, as soon as I scrolled down. I can't stop scrolling because it's nothing but fucking political goddamn questions. Oh, no. Oh, I was wrong. I was tricked, Ryan.
1: That's just the way it is. Do-do-do. Do-do-do.
0: That's just Do-do-do. the way it is. I'm looking for one more good one.
1: Yeah, uh, who questions is bullshit. Do-do-do. All right. Do-do-do. Here we go.
0: Do-do-do. Ryan. Yes. What? What is one thing that, in your opinion, makes a good sandwich?
1: Oh, I'm the worst person to ask because I'm not a very good sandwich person. I am like I am a very, very boring sandwich eater who does not like a lot so, of condiments. Yeah, but that's or your opinion. What,
0: what what makes a good sandwich to you?
1: Well then I Ryan. would say quality meat. Yeah. Whatever it is, just good quality meat. Don't don't go chintzy on the meat. You can go chintzy a little bit on the cheese or whatever and the condiments. Even the bread, but go quality meat.
0: But you gotta get that meat. Like Arby's, they have the meats. They have the <laughs> oh, beef. <God. laughs> oh. Bing Rames,
1: <clears throat> what a career!
0: More of one than Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> Uh, To me, I think, in my final question answer of the evening, uh, (laughs) what makes a good sandwich? Yeah, I like just a lightly, lightly toasted crust. Like, just like maybe 20 seconds in a toaster. Just the, the crispness of brown, just the slightest hint of a crunch. And that really makes a sandwich pop for me.
1: I would not be offended by that at all. I like that. I like that too. I like a little crispy to my bread.
0: I like it a little crispy in my life baby you know you gotta crisp it up like crisp and glover look or at that
1: fucking pro mic move that, as you yelled you covered it Wow hey
0: say my first rodeo baby
1: <laughs> this is like my 200th and I <sighs> didn't know this shit i'm I'm
0: such a slow learner Wow speaking of 200, buddy I gotta say I fucking missed you when you left yeah a sad day well, I'm sorry man yeah
1: man I really did. It was a, it was a good time. long, long sad drive for me, too.
0: <laughs> I'm sure, man. That shit sucked. What did you listen to? Music or podcasts or what?
1: Uh, I had maybe two podcasts downloaded, but then it was just mostly music. I'm always trying to yeah. find something music to musically new on a road trip. I'll jump between a lot like Spotify, like browsing new things until like I find something and then I'll like, all right, cool. I'm going to listen to this album a few times and see if I can get into it.
0: Musically, I like only things that I'm very familiar with so that like, because I'm really focused on the road and it's sort of just Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to think when I'm listening. But podcast wise, I I always enjoy something new because it's again, it's more just like I'm having conversations. God damn, I love podcasts in the car that Uh, makes sense
1: yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense i I used to do that quite a bit
0: i fucking missed you buddy and i wish that we were already doing another charity stream in a couple weeks so you could come back but yeah i get it
1: well that is uh, sadly the the cost of living so far away
0: but that's what happens that's what happens Anyways, I miss you. I love you. That's all I got to say. It is Thanksgiving. I am thankful for you, buddy. I am thankful for uh, you and
1: that this podcast continues to go and gives us an excuse to get together and talk.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to this, buddy. We're doing something new this year. We've added another month to our never ending expanding theme of months. We got one coming up in December, man. What are we fucking doing for December?
1: Uh, is it Action Movie December?
0: Kind of, yeah. I didn't cover the mic.
1: Look, I just learned it. I didn't cover the mic. (laughs) Fucking, I'm the worst.
0: Casually with, uh, Die Hard with our good buddy Michael. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year we did Die Hard 2. This year we will be doing Die 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 Hard 2. Die Harder. (laughs) Yeah. Die Hard 2. Die Hard 3 with a vengeance. Uh, We'll be covering that. We're also bringing in some other guests. Our good buddy Phil. As uh, coming back, we're going to have him on to talk about Bloodsport, the great Jean-Claude Van Damme Oof. martial arts experience. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've kind of got one I kind of want to watch if you'd like my recommendation. How do you feel about Celeste uh, so alone and Cliffhanger? Is that action movie? I mean, it's an action movie. Have- yeah. I haven't seen it forever, man. I I remember I went to the theater to watch with with my dad. It was one of those like not my choice. It was just visiting my dad that weekend. He wanted to go to the I movie, see. so we're going to Cliffhanger. I see. And, uh, I see. I see. I don't see. know. I'm just trying to fill him out. That's an action movie. Okay. Okay
1: uh does that leave one for me to choose on then i i would
0: think so if i'm picking cliffhanger we, we all right, give so you one this here
1: kind of right, so not necessarily an 80s movie per se but no, like 80s in is, that 80s action movie kind of sense
0: well so cliffhanger is like i think that's like 93 94 it's still still alone yeah. it's i would still count expendables yeah. as action movies if then that's what it, your choice that kind is of thing okay yeah yeah like the transporter huh. crank any of that shit it doesn't oh, have to shit. be I'm, 80s action movies specifically. Just an action movie December.
1: Well then, I'm going to preemptively say it's going to be Crank. Unless I find something that's streaming for free that's maybe more interesting to talk about. But I do love me some Crank movies.
0: Okay. Here's the thing. I've never seen the Crank movies. Oh my god, they're so fun.
1: So let's go ahead
0: and let's lock Crank 1 down. You and me, let's talk about it done cool. all let's right, do it that'll be that'll give me the excuse to watch crank so perfect all right buddy i love this we've got everything fucking lined up now damn I like it. we're fucking ready to go. i am
1: i am curious to go to cliffhanger i am curious to go back to that too i've only seen maybe half of it and then i mostly remember cliffhanger from the parody and when
0: nature calls yeah uh-huh so with uh-huh. the raccoon
1: yeah, I'll be very curious if it is anything good. I remember that good.
0: part f- fucking me up in the theater. Like, it affected me hardcore. Oh, man. But. Alright. I mean, I got nothing else to say, dude. This was a great great little catch-up here. I loved you. It was a good potpourri. Do we have another one? No. We're getting into action movies next fucking week. That's uh, it? Yeah, We'll pick one. We're, we're gonna talk about one. Alright, buddy. That's all I gotta say, man. I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And, uh, we'll check you next time, everybody. Uh, go cliffhanger yourself.
1: Adios.